Welcome back to the Days and Confused podcast with your host, Diana Cano, where we normalize being days and confused at any stage of life. To be curious and to seek constant improvement, everyone is welcome here. On today's episode, I am interviewing my guest, Alex Lucero. He is a writer, poet, literature lover, anime, and video game enthusiast. As humans, we are multidimensional beings. The titles and labels that we carry don't define us. Every soul is an entire experience. This is Alex's story. Hello, welcome back Hi. to my podcast. <laughs> I'm here with Alex. Hi, Alex. Hi. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. It's a beautiful day, and I'm glad. And uh, I'm glad to get to do this. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, I really no, appreciate thank you it. for coming. I I really appreciate it when people come to my podcast. It's like <laughs> it makes me feel like oh supported. You for know? sure. No, I'm, yeah, I'm honored. <laughs> I'm honored. I'm I'm a little nervous. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so Alex is gonna have a podcast coming in. He's working. You know, if you're into video games and the gaming community, <laughs> it's gonna be for you. For, for sure. sure. We yeah. got a storytelling one too. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm trying to. Well, not not just myself, but um, my friends and I were trying to get something off the ground. Uh, we're making some decent progress, but it's gonna be fun. Yeah. For sure. And you guys were streaming, right, as well? Mm-hmm. It's gonna be well. It, it started off at, at first as like a video game, anime, kind of just like conversationalist podcast, but it ended up turning into basically a story that I'm writing and well, basically co-writing with my friend mm-hmm. uh, Nate Bush. Shout out Nate Bush, by the way, if you're hopefully you're listening to this. <laughs> um, and basically, I'm gonna narrate the story. I'm gonna voice the main villain. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're gonna have our friends. We're, we're gonna kind of like do like a casting call with friends and just have them voice these characters and tell a story every week, every month with a different chapter. Yeah, so that's so it's be that's fun. so cool. Yeah, it's yeah, so amazing. I can't wait. That's gonna be cool. Yeah, it's been hard work, but you know, slow progress every now and then. Exactly, and it's gonna pay off at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure it will. Okay, so would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Alex Lucero. Um, I'm such a nerd oh my god huge nerd um lover of dogs anime pizza ramen let's see what else uh quality tv shows long walks on the beach and i'm a amateur writer um and that's really that's probably about it really (laughs) amateur writer amateur writer He posts his poetry on Instagram, so go follow him so you can see that his, his, his I'm sorry. Thank you. So you can see his poetry. Thank you, Diane. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. So, speaking of, mm-hmm. I think we're just going to dive into our first topic, For poetry, because sure. that's something that I was really interested in. Yeah. Like, what got you into poetry, and, like, how do you start it? Uh, what kind of got me into it was going up reading, like, Walt Whitman, um, Ralph Waldo Emerson, uh, and even like Allen Ginsberg, uh, especially in, you know, I, don't, I hope it doesn't sound cliche, but, you know, the homie Edgar Allan Poe, oh, yeah. you know, that got me into it. Um, I, I'm i pretty like, semi-personal with my writing. Um, I write either about how I'm feeling or I write about things I've been through with people. Um, I write about stories, interactions, places I've been. Um, and one thing I do, too, is let's just say... Um, someone tells me about an experience they've had or an emotion that they felt I try to relate to all of that and I just put it into words um, I'm very it's funny because I'm heavily inspired too by hip hop music yeah. which 
like some I mean, I I don't really like to rhyme. I consider myself more free verse and like stream of conscience mm-hmm. as a writer. I just kind of the words come and go, and I just put them on paper and send it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes like certain like hip hop songs, I get this like cadence or this like beat in my head, and I try to rhyme everything and give it a sequence, and I almost like I'm giving it a course, like basically almost like I'm writing a song, but it like it when it pops up in my head I just put it down on paper and sometimes I'll even like think of a subject or I think of a feeling an emotion a topic a story and then it just turns into something else um I, I would actually say a couple of my recent poems have completely just started off one way and just completely went into something else because that's that's where my, my mind goes yeah. basically and sometimes I feel like uh for me when journaling it's like you start with something but then what's really in your heart ends up coming out at the end you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so I feel like probably that's that's the racing your poetry you start with something and then you, at the end you end up with something else but that that was maybe what was in your heart you know hiding in there you know what you were trying to say I would agree I, yeah yeah I would you know? agree and it's it's strange too because I I consider it, like I try to relate to people mm-hmm. on that level I try to it's me kind of reaching out um, and I'm not fishing for you know 15, 20, 35 likes or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm happy even just getting a couple likes on it because I think that resonates with people. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a mini fan base, which if you're <laughs> hearing this, I really appreciate all the support yeah. and the likes, guys. Thank you. It's not um, me saying, oh, I'm so artsy-fartsy. I'm so fancy. I'm the best writer ever. It's more, um, this is just me and what I'm feeling and thinking at the moment. And um, maybe if you're reading this, you've probably felt it too or yeah. something, you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think it, it has happened to me a couple of times when you share something and, like, I've shared you, like, okay, that's how I'm, I'm feeling <laughs> right now, you know? It's so crazy. We're going through the same thing, you know? It's like picking <laughs> your favorite song lyrics. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> true. But with songs, you know, it's, it's for me, it's difficult because I, I really like songs that I can relate in an emotional level. Mm-hmm. So the lyrics oh, are really important for me. Like, I, you know, so the music that I listen to, it's, it has to have like a good lyric for me. Oh, know, definitely. Relate, you know, for me to like it, I don't know. It's just maybe just me. Lyrics are kind of like, like poetry. Like, poetry, yeah. <laughs> and lyrics are, lyrics are just like a flowing river, and you want something that you can get in, invested in, basically. Yeah. That that you know probably doesn't make any sense, but it's I, I it feel like sense. like like for example a rock song, you know the. The drums are like basically the heartbeat of the yeah. song, and then you have the melody, and then the lyrics that come out of the singer's voice. Um, you know, like we all have like our hype songs. We yeah. all have like our guilty pleasures, but I think a song that truly resonates like with like, someone is yeah. like usually sad songs and stuff like that. Like <laughs> I, this can sound kind of like this might sound weird, but I love listening to sad songs. I love hearing singers get interpersonal with yeah. you know their listeners and to kind of just open themselves up a little bit. I think there's really a difference Mm -hmm. between someone sharing their feelings and someone just completely, like, maybe sounding desperate or something like that. But Yeah. Or just, like, trending. Maybe trying a little too hard. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of what happened to Lil Pump and J. Cole, you know? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. uh, Rest in peace, Lil Pump. (laughs) Yeah. I love J. Cole. Yeah, I know, me too. (laughs) One of my favorite rappers right there. He even say that in the song, right? Mm -hmm. 1985. Um, 
it's like that's the fine line between me and you and the song that you make the, the you oh, know, absolutely the, the rap that you're so putting out it's the feeling and the emotion yeah. that goes into it like I love storytelling songs yeah. I also love um, just like honest songs like be honest you know about mm. how you're feeling and what you want to say to the world and to your listeners um, a good example um, Kendrick Lamar one of my favorite artists of all time like To Pimp a Butterfly Good Kid Mad City like those are masterpieces in my opinion <laughs> some people um, some of my friends are like why do you like him so much he's just a rapper I'm like he's a okay first off he's a poet alright he's actually a poet and it's his subject matter and subject matter means a lot to me when I'm writing or if I'm listening to stuff um, like when I, when I want to hear like a good story or hear a really good lyric with like power and depth to it like I'll go to Kendrick or I go to like Pink Floyd or I'll go to Queen David Bowie you know artists yeah. like that you know I th th those type of like messages mean the most to me and mm -hmm. a lot of people sometimes they don't like the whole it's a genre called like conscious rap where they're just like they're just preaching to the choir they're like you know stop you know like end racism stop police brutality stuff like that but I think those are good messages yeah that we still need to kind of you know yeah hear and you know uphold and I think um I just really respect like people being honest with themselves yeah you know in, in their music and their writing yeah. and their acting you know just stuff like that that's what I try to do awesome I try <laughs> so if I ask you to share a poem with us would you would you mind not at all no you want, okay. me, you want me to find one yeah. here here on the gram the one pick? that I I think I really liked and you recently posted it it was mm -hmm. a I've heard it all before oh I've heard it all before all right let's I've see I've heard it all before fighting the indifference read it like the way that you envision it I don't know if it makes sense like thank the way you, that you with the tone you know that comes out of yourself I don't know if it makes sense you know oh here we go all right there we go okay sure I'll go ahead I'll go ahead and read it thank you all right so I heard it all before I've been on the run for myself I've covered my face from friendly neighbors I've been learned and humbled from past and current failures. Embarrassments and experience hand in hand. I had to understand that life doesn't always go to plan. I'm a discount stand-up comedian with an audience of one. Growing up was a lonely existence. I am my mother's only son. And I may not make it to the heights or scale the tall towers of my desires. I still point a finger past the moon and try to aim a little higher. I've heard it all before. The critiques and the criticisms. The context clues and underlying meanings and everything you say. I've heard it all before. Tell me what's truly on your mind. Find the words buried in your soul. I can't see the self-destruction. I can't see past all the different masks I've been wearing if you don't speak up. I've collapsed enough times over and over again. I found a way to never ask anyone to help break my fall. Even if I've had the crawl to reach the precipice, I've seen and felt the concept of standing tall. It may have took years to develop the mentality of having to make myself proud first. I slip on the ice. I fall through in a haze. I recover and escape, never conquering my thirst. And here in my life, I'm okay, rearranging my mind, dusting it off like a bookshelf, and I think I'll be okay tomorrow, as I slowly accept the multiple dimensions of myself. I want to attain the understanding to my name, to provide for my mother, to see my future, to see others smile. I have friends who have run marathons with me, shout out to all my friends, uh, pushing me to reach the next step, the next mile, and another mile. I fight silent battles day by day in an endless war. I'll tell you I'm surviving, but that's not really living. I felt the pain of loss a million times before. I am just a human being self-aware of his own mortality. I am just a human who knows one day he will reach his life's finality. 
I've heard it all before. The critiques and the criticisms, the context clues and underlying meanings in, in everything you say. So, tell me what's truly on your mind. Find the words buried in your soul. I can't see the self-destruction. I can't see past the facade of the different faces I've been wearing if you don't speak up. And that's that's it. <laughs> wow. Thank that you. That was pretty heavy. Thank you. And I feel like it really resonated with me a lot. How so? If you don't mind me asking. Jesus. Um... I would have to see the verse to tell you exactly which mm-hmm. ones. But I know, you know, at the end, uh, when you mentioned you were self-aware, you know, of, of, I don't know exactly, what was the verse? Of oh, finality? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can go back. Mortal- Let's see. Your mortality, right? Mm-hmm. And. Oh, yeah. I'm just a human being self-aware of his own mortality. Yes. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's. That's so crazy. I mean, I have friends that they don't think they're ever going to get old or, you know, you're making mistakes and stuff like that. And, and I feel like I'm extremely aware, not only about myself, you know, my own failures, my own, you know, um, shortcomings, my own, uh, I mean, the, my mistakes that I've made and, you know, the things about myself that I don't like that I want to work on, you know, that's yeah. the reason, you know, and... And you know that that hint of doubt where uh, when you it was a birth at the beginning when you mentioned the maybe you're not gonna fulfill all of your heart desires right mm-hmm. and it's like I feel like it's scary right something that we kind of look you don't want to happen right but we, we we have to like have that tough conversation you know so definitely what's the worst that can happen like in a in a I wanted to say like in a way that like for me it's like so let's say it doesn't happen let's say i don't get to accomplish everything that i want to accomplish mm-hmm. what's the worst thing that can happen if i try right, right now exactly right? and that's what gets me to move you know because mm-hmm. i feel like whether or not i accomplish it it's just like i know that at the end of the day when i'm in my you know deathbed i tried and i did it you know and i did everything you know in my power to like absolutely you know, get better besides that. I don't know. Maybe that's that's how I'm interpreting, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's a good way to do it. Because um, we, we have time, but it's limited. There's yeah. only so many hours in a day. There's only so many days in a month and so many years in a life. Yeah. Um, and I've really learned that growing up. And mm-hmm. it's, it's weird. Like, I, I was, like, hit by all these, like, revelations studying when I turned, like, 19 and I was just like, damn, I need to, I need to do something with my life. Um, you know, like, I'm, I'm trying to write a novel. I'm trying to work on this podcast storytelling project mm-hmm. with my friends. Um, it's called Bedlam Brothers. It's like a, mm-hmm. it's like um, kind of like an, like an action sci-fi type thing. Yeah. Um, and I have all these goals in mind. Right now, I'm just kind of living and doing my thing. But uh, those are my passion projects that I want to fulfill, and I want it, I want it to come true. And I, uh, my good friend Laura has kind of like been a good kick in my butt because she's like, well, what better time than now? And the worst part, well, well, one of the worst things you can do is not listen to your own advice. You know, we always tell ourselves like, I'll do it tomorrow. I, I can get started later. Yeah. It's all good. And then I'm really glad. So thank you, Laura, by the way, for kicking me in the butt because now I want to work extra hard to fulfill my projects. But, and I just think that's kind of the kind of like the reality of it um I think life's a battle 
and yeah. we're constantly fighting something mm-hmm. every day. And even if it's a mental battle, right? Oh, hundred percent. One of the verses mm-hmm. as well, right? We're we're all going through different yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. You know? And sometimes, like, I feel like mainstream media or motivational, you know things that you see on instagram make it sound like you can get over it so quickly but you don't you know so mm-hmm. there, there's no shame all the influencers that, and everything yeah exactly <laughs> the struggle like you know mm-hmm. like that mental little mental struggles itch itching every day easier said than done right sometimes right, for sure and i think i think you should definitely you know work hard for what you want mm-hmm. but find time for yourself for meditation for calmness for family and friends mm-hmm. i like build a life but don't be confined to don't be confined to just wasting it all and always taking things seriously and overworking yourself and focusing on all the negatives because you, you know you're not always going to be sad but you're not always going to be happy and sometimes maybe you, you'll be both and sometimes you won't find the balance even though like you know Avatar Last Airbender teaches us like find the balance right yes. and it's hard sometimes but <laughs> I think if you can find ways to get yourself to that state of mind, then you'll be okay. Yeah. And you're not always gonna be okay, but I mean, we're just humans. We're 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 work we're works in progress. We're living, breathing works in progress. Yes. Um, every day of our lives, you know, like we grow and we adapt and we we're capable of change. But at the end of the day, we're just we're just human. We're just all trying. We're just trying to live our lives, you know. Yeah. And that's why I, that's kind of another thing I try to project in. Mm-hmm. my poetry and such speaking of which mm-hmm. have you ever thought about doing like the stand up poetry you know I thought about it cause um, you know when you were reading it I just felt like I've seen a couple videos you know when they, they read poetry you know at local clubs and mm-hmm. and it's I don't know I feel like that would be nice have you ever thought about that I thought about it I haven't looked anywhere but mm. that's definitely one thing I'd have to overcome stage fright oh yeah, for I sure. Feel that. I feel that. <laughs> I feel you. I, I I would like to think of myself as like kind of a people person, but I'm just like, damn, can I handle a crowd? Everyone's looking at me. Oh God! <laughs> and then I, I start freaking out. Like, are these words gonna make sense? Am I gonna stutter? Am I gonna actually? Am I am I gonna accidentally spit on the mic? You know? <laughs> like, I think about all that shit. But yeah. Um. Oh, maybe one day. I remember I got invited to do it back in high school when I used to live in Florida. Um. Shout out to all the. Florida homies, by the way. <laughs> um, but I, I ended up chickening out and not going. But maybe one day. Yeah. It, it's, it's something I thought of. Um, I've thought of doing poetry books, like where every page is um, a poem. Yeah. And having a couple of my friends illustrate, illustrate it, who yeah. are really good artists. Um, but I don't know. I might... That, one, that one's a really good idea. That might be something I do later on yeah. in my hopeful career mm-hmm. <laughs> but um we'll see maybe one day maybe mm-hmm. maybe you'll hopefully see my name on a shelf i'm gonna definitely work no, hard that book yeah that, that, that barnes and noble. it has yeah. a discount no i want it full price <laughs> <laughs> that barnes and noble down the road over there yeah you see alex and sarah on the shelf that's that's <laughs> that's the dream like even even just like i don't care if like 10 50 100 people read exactly. anything that i put out there i i accomplished that you know yeah. and and i know there's thousands of writers and thousands of people like me who have probably just published their book mm-hmm. or whatever on Amazon, and you know they're probably feeling pretty good about that, exactly. and they should because yeah. I I think writing is is hard, and I think 
progress is progress. I think if you accomplish anything in this life, that's great. You should pat yourself on the back for that. And I think I literally just <sighs> breathe a sigh of relief if I just put it on there. Even if someone was like, yo, 10 people bought your book, I'd be like, hell yeah, 10 people bought 10 people bought, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd be so happy, but it's not, it's not about the money. It's really not. Exactly. You know? It's more about yourself, and that's mm -hmm. what you like doing, you know? And, and at the end of the day, you accomplish your goal that you had in mind, you know? Definitely. For who knows how long, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, like you say, it's an accomplishment. Definitely, mm -hmm. definitely. I like that. So... Will you consider yourself to be an introverted person or an extroverted person? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, it's funny because I think most of my friends hearing me would probably say extroverted because I'm, I'm really silly. I joke around a lot. Mm -hmm. I make a lot of references and puns, sometimes the occasional dad joke. <laughs> and I like having a good time, especially when I'm with, you know, with my people, but... Um, I would say more introverted. I still get shy talking to my current coworkers. Um, I I saw this meme actually that would relate to your question, and it was like that moment when you go to a store and you're just minding your own business. You're you're obeying the laws of the store, but you you still feel like you're doing something wrong. Like, hey, are are they looking at me weird? Am I acting weird? Do they think I'm going to steal something? What's going on? And I still get that way. Literally, like I. Even when I go grocery shopping, I'm kind of just, I'm bunched up. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, uh, just going to get the milk. Oh, the bed's right there. Okay, okay, everything's fine. Uh, oh, hi, hey, how you doing? Yeah, good, good, thanks. Yeah. You know, like, that kind of yeah. thing. But I, I try to, I really, you know, I, I try to be polite and, and nice. Because yeah. that's how my mom raised me, but I feel kind of bad, too, sometimes. You'll be like, hey, how are you doing? I'm like, oh, I, I, I'm good. How, how are you? <laughs> Oh, it's great! Like, hey, do you, need, do you need help with anything today? Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> the social really, anxiety you know. is real, huh? The social anxiety yeah, is real. It's real. It's real. Like right yeah. now, I'm talking like 50 miles a minute because I don't know. I'm having fun. <laughs> <laughs> but normally, I would say to like answer your question because I w I've been on a tangent for like 10 minutes. Is I would say more introverted for more sure. More introverted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, and we can always try to put push ourselves to be like more extroverted depending mm -hmm. on the situation right but me too i feel like i'm more like an introverted person mm -hmm. like it's hard for me to to f continue a conversation you know especially when there's like mm -hmm. you know how people bring topics like Oh, I don't know if it happens to you. Like, I, I would have coworkers that they're like, "Oh yeah, my my ex boyfriend, he cheated on me and stuff like that." And I'm like, "Oh shit." Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't ask, but I'm like, "Oh, that sucks," you know. <laughs> and they be like that, you know, man, you know. <laughs> like I won't deny, like hearing the tea sometimes is kind of entertaining, but sometimes I'll be like, let's just say, like, you and I are sitting here just having a regular conversation, yeah. and then all of a sudden to the left, I don't know, um. Deborah is over there like <laughs> complaining about <laughs> her ex or something and yeah. then and then Maria's over there <laughs> I don't know like talking about the you know the 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 night she had last night or something okay, yeah. and then it's just like I huh <laughs> right? like so, some people are are very very forward they, in the yeah. they talk you know yeah. and 
overshare. Right. You know, and I feel like I'm, I'm like a but I, I still want to be polite and be like, oh, exactly, that's right. That's rough, buddy. That's a thing. Yeah. That's a thing. And I don't know <laughs> like, what to answer. It's always so awkward. <laughs> like, oh shit. I feel like personally, you have to punch shit out of me. You know. Oh yeah. You, you have sure. to really ask me a question. You know, mm-hmm. type thing. And now I'll give you an answer. You mm-hmm. know, but like I'm not one to like go over sharing. It's personal, especially personal stuff. You know. Mm-hmm. You know, I can overshare. You know stuff like that yeah, it's, super it's not like an anti- anti-person thing it's more yeah, just like yeah. I don't know you and like that's how you build a foundation I don't even know me yeah, <laughs> right that's how you build a tr- foundation of trust and friendship yeah yeah by letting people in and get to know them of course yeah. but sometimes it's like we're right off the bat I'm like whoa <laughs> right I don't know but oh your ex-boyfriend oh damn I'm sorry damn, that sucks right? yeah <laughs> custody battles oh shit you know I'm she, sorry yeah like, oh, man <laughs> rough yeah i'm sorry to hear that <laughs> yeah and i'm just i didn't like when the conversation ends and they walk away i'm like okay thank god i didn't make that more awkward or right mess that up or anything for sure and then i hear people like m- the same co-worker go to another person like say the same thing and like they can have a full ongoing conversation about that and the thing is like i don't want to make people like not feel special but me not but it's just like i don't know how to speak <laughs> right. i don't know how to talk i don't know how to it's bad, enough, to say, it's right? bad enough that I stutter. Yeah, right? Too, it's like, bad mm. enough that I choke, literally. <laughs> I think, do you have a problem with looking people in the eye? Um, No, it depends sometimes. Same. I, I think with me, like, I, like with you, I, I've known you for a while. Yeah, so yeah. So it's fine. But I think with certain people, like, like when I when I ask them a question, yeah. I, it's, I literally start with just like, I look down on the floor and I don't mean to. Eventually, I work my way to looking at them <laughs> in the eye. But I literally just go, hi, yeah, so about that invoice, um, and then I'll take, like, a long pause, and I collect your thoughts, quick, you idiot, quick, like, don't make this awkward, they're sitting there waiting for your answer, then I'm like, uh, uh, did you, uh, did did you submit it? (laughs) And then, then I look them in the eye, and then, and they're like, oh, yeah, everything's fine, and I'm like, okay, conversation was okay. (laughs) Yes. I made it through the day, yeah. In the I know. I'm just like, yes, I did it. <laughs> it's like a constant battle, not trying to be awkward or yeah, rude. You but know? for some reason, every time that I try not to be awkward, I just—it's just who I am. I—I <laughs> <laughs> I think you handle it well, though. No. <laughs> I always see you like no. you talk to people so well. No. I'm just like I'm just like Diana. Like that's that's a good role model of speaking right there. No, that's <laughs> not social your role. interaction. But if anything, I'm, I mean, I'm not your role model of speaking. But if anything, I am just your living proof that you know no matter how many times you fail <laughs> you keep going <laughs> yeah yeah i respect that back, you know like I if anything that. i'm gonna stand up for that no seriously you you are such a strong person like you like you you inspire me for sure oh thank you yeah no of course of course thank you it makes me feel appreciated <laughs> oh you know we, we gotta look at we have to honestly we gotta look out through each other and like kind of hold each other up you know yeah exactly like, yeah, yeah. It's it's corny and it's it, super corny. It sounds like a Hallmark card, but yeah, I, you know, I I think it's true. And and before the podcast, like I told you that it was like an exhausting type of day. It's just like, you know, I thought because I could I work customer service at Home Depot, I was like getting, I was seeing the worst of humanity type thing, you know, at that point. And <laughs> every day, every single day, and like my entire eight hour shifts, you know, it's like. It was horrible, <laughs> and right now I kind of have like a, a really tough experience as well with a client. But it wasn't my client, you know. But like when people give you shit, it kind of like it kind of gets to me, you know. It puts mm-hmm. me down. But you know, uh, having that work experience has toughened me up, you know. It's still discouraging, but just because like 
I try to have a lot of empathy to what people go through. Same. I try. But to me, it still doesn't make sense because it doesn't matter how bad of a day I have. I never give shit to other people, you know? Like, I hear that, that I'm working, sure. you know? Yeah. Because I, I know it's your job you're doing. It's, it's a tough world as it is, you know? Everyone's having their own battles, like I said. And, like, no matter if I had a crappy day, like, I never try to, like... Well, maybe to my husband. But other than, <laughs> <laughs> but other than him, you know? <laughs> um, like, to people working, just because I had a bad day, like, I'm going to go off on you when it's not even your fault yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. it's not your fault that i had this problem just like that i think we're all guilty of it, it though yeah uh, so it's like i've never done it mm-hmm. really i've never like i was thinking i was sitting here in this bench and i was thinking about it like a hard thought like like say other than partners mm-hmm. and ex-boyfriends i have never like exploded that's good though else. that's good and i I'm think sorry to my ex-boyfriends but <laughs> <laughs> i think we're guilty of either yeah. doing it or thinking about it you know and we're just human. I mean, as long mm-hmm. as you make a habit about it, you know. Yeah. And I, I've, you know, not, unfortunately, I've done it too. But we we learn and try to get better, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, that's all we can really do. Yeah. But um, do you feel like it's projection? Like when you get a bad client like that, um, do you feel like oh well, they're probably not mad at me. They're probably mad at so and so. For sure, for sure. Like but I say, they're I yelling at me, so yeah. I'm kind of like, what the hell? Yeah, you know? I feel like I'm just sensitive to that. I mm-hmm. I feel like bad, right? That they're like ugh, yelling at me, you know, over the phone and stuff like that. And but I understand, like, especially because you know we're in Texas, so it's it's a lot of it causes a lot of anxiety and stress, you know. Oh yeah. So if they're having a problem because somebody did their taxes wrong in another office and they're having trouble with the IRS or they haven't received their payment. I mean, uh, and this lady was something about the payment, but that's that's with the IRS, you know, and they mm. have like a pretty bad, like if you call the IRS, they have a really bad <laughs> customer, you know, mm-hmm. service and uh, things get delayed, you know, they're, we're in 2022 and they're be- barely getting back to the people like for the 2018 returns, you know, they're yeah. so far Ooh, behind. They're yeah, so far behind. That's rough. As yeah. Uh-huh. If you haven't get out of it, just don't worry. Wait for the next year. That they're going to come get you <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, it's just, they're so far behind. And I understand that. Like I understood like her problem, you know, and she was mad at the IRS and she was like, you know, like you said, projecting it to me. Mm-hmm. And there was really nothing that I could do but just to, like, you know, hand it over to my manager. And, like, I'm sorry, but... <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Sorry, manager. But um, we'll now see Now you can yell at can, him. You know, <laughs> we can see how, like, to help her, you know. And I really do feel for people. And the reason why I, like, I'm really passionate about Texas is because, like, I want to make it understandable to, like, mm-hmm. people in order for them to have, like, their forms. So they can read their own forms, you know, and, like, understand... You know what? Get some knowledge. Get some yeah, knowledge about go. at least like make it a little more. Comfortable. Oh, okay. So this makes sense. You know, at least it makes sense to you. Mm-hmm. So you can see a pattern. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, a pattern, right? From your last year return to this year return. Like, okay, this doesn't sound familiar. Why am I getting this? You know, or why is it the difference? You know, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, for sure. You know, I think so. it's a good thing to learn. I yeah. mean, especially like being adults and everything. Yeah. Like being able to just kind of do your own taxes, mm-hmm. or even just like. Being able to go on, like, TurboTax and do all that yourself. You're just <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. dang, like, I filled all that myself. Tax layer. Hell yeah. Ah, or tax layer. TurboTax. <laughs> tax layer. 
Jack Slayer. <laughs> Promotion. Yeah. <laughs> it sponsor me. Jack Slayer. Yeah, you hear me. I stand behind you every single year since 2018. <laughs> um, yeah. It's funny. But yeah, no. Um, so yeah, that's, you know. Mm-hmm. Pretty much shake it off it's, right, it's right a now, good, you know. It's a good mindset to, you know, yeah. shake it off. Like to yeah. kind of be like, okay, like that kind of sucked, but uh-huh. it's going to get handled, you know. Because you've got to think about two things, right? First, she's not mad at me, right? Mm-hmm. And then the second thing is, like, why does that make me sad? Or why does it make me feel this certain way? Mm-hmm. That that means there's a trigger, there's something that I need to work on, you know? Like, yeah. why am I so sensitive, you know? And and that's, like, a thing for me. That's what I can control, at least, you know? Like, yeah. Do I get bummed out for the rest of the day just because she got mad at me and it wasn't even there anything, go, yeah. right? Or do I just beep and continue <laughs> and have a good day after this interview? Dust off your shoulders, <laughs> yeah, right? right? Like, uh, it's, um, because we have autonomy, like, we we have a semblance of control, you know, and I think mm-hmm. there's definitely power and kind of growth in knowing, like, oh, I can I can control that part, just mm-hmm. let it let it flow, like, yeah. let it go, you know, yeah. like Elsa. Or like Bruce Lee, be like water, you know. Oh, that's <laughs> a good one. I love that quote. Right, so that's good. a good one. The beautiful. Like, I love water. you, Bruce Lee. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Like right, the homie right there. <laughs> the homie. <laughs> but that's cool though. I I really, I I really respect that about people. You know, mm-hmm. like I have my days where I'm just like, like you know what, like, damn that person. That person sucks. <laughs> but yeah, then, but then you gotta kind of, you. you gotta reel it back and be like, I just. It's not you, man. They're not mad at you. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll be okay. They're going to mm-hmm. be okay. Like, everything's going to be fine. Yeah. And just, that's it. <laughs> right? Or definitely the, day, uh, the days that you cope by not doing anything or not going out. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I don't know if it happens to you. <laughs> I have days that I just, that's how I cope. I just, like, let me just chill, you know. I don't want to interact with people or go out. I think that's, there's <laughs> kind of strength in that, too, though, because it's like, <laughs> You're comfortable with being alone, and you're comfortable knowing that you can decompress on your own without having to be like, yo, like, can we get a fucking drink, man? <laughs> I had a hell of a day. Yeah. Like, or, you know, there's there's good ways to cope with your stress uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and your frustration, For you know? Sure. And I think what you do, that's good. For sure. You can't see it, guys, but I'm doing a thumbs up. A thumbs like, up. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. We can see it. <laughs> <Approval>. <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> so, um, the put. Uh, I'm sorry. You good? <laughs> so my podcast started because I was going under a twenty mid twenties life crisis, right? Oh, girl, I've been there. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a couple of those. Well, that was the question where I was going to. What was your mid twenty? Well, I know I have a lot of crises too, but you know that one was like uh, mm-hmm. the the main one pretty much mm-hmm. I feel like I'm still discovering a lot of myself like you know what I like what I don't like how why am I the way that I am you know mm-hmm. um so I feel like I for like I just had my first spiritual awakening or something yeah, there we go. you know yeah. <laughs> I think like we need that. that every now and then something like that mm-hmm. I just had it so it felt like a crisis to me and you know here we are seven episodes and yeah awesome oh right <laughs> so what, what what was your cl- crisis like and what Ooh, was it about mine i'm gonna be I'll, I'll be real with everyone i mm-hmm. haven't been to college in a while um people are like how long i'm like <laughs> i see this thing i don't remember and that's bad but that's the truth i um and one day i just i don't know i was getting advice from 
uh, my good friend Tony Latner, you know, shout out Tony Latner, um, who like I called him my sensei for a while because honestly he was like my sensei, and he was giving me such good life advice and like I, I'm like I have to take this. I mean I'd be an idiot not to, because I I do I do try to follow my own advice and I try to follow the wisdom of like my mom and mm-hmm. um, my friends, uh, particularly um, Kathy Hinton, who's my best friend's mom too and you know she's she's family and my friends are basically you guys are all basically like my second family and I feel like I've grown and have gotten more well not more that's a bad way to put it let me rephrase that mm-hmm. I've, I've grown and gotten stronger through yeah. the interactions and the ideologies and the advice from people that I love and Tony's like basically said the same thing Laura said like what better time than now and I was like you know what What's something that would, would get me out of my comfort zone but something I'm comfortable with? So mm-hmm. I enrolled in a grant writing class uh, program. And um, six, weeks later, six weeks later, I'm now certified in grant writing. And oh, I plan nice. on eventually getting a notary. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I've been, I, I've been like, pretty proud of that. And I have a certificate and everything. It's crazy, you know. And it's not like... And I'm not knocking what I did, but, you know, it's not extravagant, like, getting a master's degree in bioengineering or something, or, like, getting a... Hey, stop. Uh, yeah. uh, it is. Ch- it is. <laughs> no, like, because, like, you know? everyone has their own life, you mm-hmm. know, so it's, like, it is. That was one thing, too, where it I is, was, like, you know? you know what? No, it's an accomplishment. Like, don't yeah, don't beat exactly. yourself up yeah, over exactly. it. And I was happy. And I'm, like, oh, cool. Now I can, like, use this. <laughs> yeah. I'm a certified baby. <laughs> you know? But um, that was my crisis. I was, like, uh-huh. I literally was, like, shh shit dude I need to do something with my life <laughs> yeah I need to go back to school I'm about to like walk up to Miramar and be like take me back <laughs> Miramar College take me back yeah. but um yeah I'm, I'm pretty happy about that and another one was with the writing I was like um and again like I gotta thank Laura again cause I was like I, I've been working on this storyboard and mm-hmm. honestly I'll, I'll show you in a bit for okay. three years <laughs> and wow it's like uh which you know one can say that's a good thing like oh you're really committed to it and I'm just like girl like I haven't written anything else other than that I've been really trying um oh yeah here it is so it's called I don't know if it's like am I jinxing it if I tell you what it's called like I don't know no should it okay so it's called oh oh my god it's so corny Uh, so it's called the Grim Inheritance series well I would like it to be a series but you know I gotta get one out there first, right? Yeah. Before I can really commit to that. <laughs> but, so, one day, like, one day if we hang out again, and I can just show you, like, literally every aspect of this, but I'm gonna go ahead and just do that. So, you guys can't oh, wow. see it, but I'm scrolling through the storyboard, and I haven't stopped yet. Yeah, <laughs> I've been scrolling. Long. Yeah. I'm still scrolling. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Wow. And I have all these characters, all this world building. He's putting in the work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And putting the work, putting the hours. <laughs> and, right? And got put in like got put in the work for yeah. sure. And you know, shout out to my 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 friend Jack and to Laura and to all the people who are like, dude, just keep working at it and yeah. like don't stop. Like mm-hmm. work on it now and hopefully I will start writing it this year. Yeah. And People are like, stop saying try, so you'll do it. And like, no, I'm gonna, I'm going to write it this year. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's basically this. It's my passion project. It's my biggest project, other than the Bedlam Brothers podcast. Yeah. It's my biggest project. So, wish me luck. Yeah, I wish <laughs> you the best of luck. Thank I you. I want to see them both. And like Thank I say, you. if you publish a book, I'm gonna buy it. Thank you. It's like <laughs> a, it's like an, 
it's uh, if you would define it by a genre, it's refer- yeah. I would refer it to as an urban fantasy epic. Yeah. But I don't want to call it epic because I haven't written it yet. I feel like epic is <laughs> like like uh, brag braggadocious, but like <laughs> it's uh, it's, it's just what the genre is called. But yeah. um, I love it, and these characters are my babies and my kids, and I want to see them grow. Yeah. And live fulfilling lives, even though I might kill those characters off <laughs> eventually. <laughs> but um, damn, Alter, right. vicious, yeah. like yeah. vicious, like they I am God. This is my story. <laughs> like if I don't like Sebastian no more, I'm, I could kill Sebastian. It's all good. <laughs> even if I like Sebastian, uh, <laughs> yeah, like he's gonna get he's gonna get storyline. He's gonna get storyline. He's gonna get married, and then his village is gonna get attacked after or something. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding, yeah. or maybe I'm half joking. Am I? <laughs> the mom's gonna die in the first episode. <laughs> right. Oh, like check on Titan. Spoilers, by the way. Oh Sorry. <laughs> but um, oh but oh yeah, I just I don't know. Like I just it, it's this itch. It's this like desire. Yeah. I'm just like I need to, oh, I need to make it. I need to make it happen. Yeah. And I think about it every day, even when I'm at work, or like. That's a passion right there. Right. Yeah. Even when I'm sitting there. Yeah. Or playing Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna catch this uh, Pikachu. I'm gonna take a break and I'm gonna write. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's 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 been a lot of work. Yeah. Um. A lot of effort, a lot of time. Not mm-hmm. time wasted, time put in. Mm-hmm. Um, That's yeah. a really yeah, good we'll way see. to put it. It's never time wasted when you're working on like what you want. I've been through so many different yeah. versions of it too. So many different iterations where it'll start off like very swords and sorcery. Mm-hmm. Then it turned like I love martial arts. I love martial arts films. Yeah. And one goal slash challenge is this is I'm basically turning this into like a martial arts slash swords and sorcery like epic yeah. so there's gonna be like martial arts there's gonna be like guns in it there's gonna mm-hmm. be uh, swords and blades mm-hmm. and knives and daggers and spears and like all this like different fighting styles like I'm yeah. actually creating my own fighting styles for these characters and I'm doing all this like crazy world building all this crazy mm-hmm. like connective strands and like these worlds and languages and stuff and I you know, going back to reading like Lord of the Rings or reading even like sci-fi stuff like Dune. I love Dune. Oh, that series is so good. Lord of the Rings is so good. I'm not compa- I'm not saying I'm gonna make a book as good as that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I want to do my own vision, my own, my own storytelling, my own style. Yeah. But I read this. I read stuff like this. I'm like, holy crap! How the hell did they find they the time? Th- oh, to I was write gonna this. say like the imagination. That's what imagination, I think about them. Yeah. When, when I read books like that. It's so like, impressive. The imagination, yeah. Even a lot of modern writers these days. Yeah. I'm just like, how do you find the time? How did you do this? How did you think about this? You know, God and yeah, we'll see. And I always think about like and not. To, I hope I don't sound like braggy or pretentious, but I even think about well, if this if I ever did a book tour, like mm-hmm. what kind of questions would I be asked? Would yeah. I get nervous answering these questions? Because I don't want to. You know, be that guy that kind of just like BSs and goes like, "Oh yeah, I always thought of, I always thought of that." You know, I I think yeah. there might be a point where I write it down and maybe I didn't think about it. You know, but I also want to be honest with my readers, yeah, my potential hopeful future readers, yeah, and just be like, you know what, like I kind of thought of it on the spot. I didn't really think about it, but thank you for asking that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. But you're li- already visualizing it. You know, oh, you're I'm manifesting trying. it. I'm yeah. trying. Manifest. Yeah, right? you're manifesting it. That's a good it. way to put it. I like <laughs> that. It, it, it sounds like you're manifesting it. Mm-hmm. Like if you're seeing it here, it's like it's already kind of like 
coming, you know. It's my dream. Through the 3D, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's the dream. Yeah. So, that's amazing. That's Thank really, you. really amazing. I appreciate and, your support. And I, I really admire your imagination to do, Thank go you. through all of that. I feel like it's not, it's definitely not easy. It's not easy. I think we're a product of our environment and the people around us. And Oof. I think people have a significant effect on us, whether you met someone abroad and spent intimate time with that person for a little bit or you've been with you know your significant other for like five years or maybe you felt like you were in love with someone for like two weeks you know <laughs> I, I think it happens and I really think like hey, but it was a nice memory right and and it kind of sticks with you it's kind of imprinted on your heart and you may not look back on it all the time but it affected you yeah, whether for exactly. better or worse and like I've had that where you know, I it felt like literally like the personification of a will they won't they <laughs> love story and just like and then you know I won't get too into it but um you know stuff goes stuff goes sideways or you go on different paths in life and then things change and you know I'm not talking to that that person you know uh. um but it had a significant effect on me I would say probably for better and for worse and I think I learned from it you know so people can be learning experiences you know mm-hmm. I think so you know love yeah, true. love can be both beautiful and devastating and heartbreaking and uplifting and enlightening and spiritually devastating like <laughs> love love can really like love really does fuck you up for sure <laughs> like and yes. like in a good way and bad way you know that's how I see it I, yeah, think, right? I think that's what I've learned and you know sure. if, it, if it's a bad way at the end of the day we can make it we can turn it into art there we go. Right? Yeah, we can make something good Get out of those. Get super sad. Yeah. And write a poem about it and, and make it really vague so no one knows that you're talking about someone. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um, or a song, yeah. you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. I'm about to listen to some sad Coldplay songs when I get right? home. <laughs> the weekend, right? Oh, the weekend. Oh, for sure. Like anything from anything from trilogy. Anything yeah. after Selena. But my girl back sad. home. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> call out my name. <laughs> That's a good. That's that's that a good song, though. <laughs> like for real. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Damn, Selena, what the hell? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I don't even know what happened. But Sorry, Selena. I hope you're not listening to this. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, no, es cierto. Ah, we're fans. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, though, like I mean, think about it. Like listening to like singers like pouring out their hearts in a, a song. You know, just there's two sides to every story. Yeah, you know, but true. still, you're like, damn, you're hurting, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel that. Right. <laughs> And I like that. <laughs> right, and I like that. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> right? Okay, so what would you consider to be your biggest failure? My biggest failure? Um, I would, I'm gonna, you know, I'm going to go ahead and be blunt and say not trying hard enough in college. Oof. I would say I, I had good teachers and I had the time to put in, don't you know, I, I definitely putting effort mm-hmm. I just I didn't I could have tried harder mm-hmm. you know and it's not like a regret that keeps me up at night but mm-hmm. like I definitely would I probably would have had a degree in something by now mm-hmm. um, and there's also the indecision that kind of killed me yeah. like what the what the hell do I want to do like do I like yeah. I wanted to be a lawyer at one point like no lie and I also wanted to be a vet tech but then I would see all the work and the money that went into it and that kind of turned me off and then I thought, oh, maybe I can be an English major, but I'm like, mm, I don't know, I don't know if I'd enjoy that. And 
So the indecision and the dedication to the wrong things mm-hmm. killed it. And, you know, I'm not proud to admit that, but it's part of who I am. And yeah. it happened, and I'm at a different crossroad. Sorry, yeah. different path. Exactly. You know, so, yeah, I would say that's my biggest failure, not trying hard enough in, mm-hmm. in college. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Miramar College, you really tried. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had some good teachers, too. Yeah. But, yeah, maybe it just wasn't for me, you know? You know, I was going to say that, like, do not beat yourself up for just because college didn't work for you. Because, like, sometimes it doesn't for some people, and that's fine, you know? Because, like you say, you're in a different path now, and you're doing what you love. Mm -hmm. You know, you're working on what you are really passionate about, you know? Writing your poetry and poems and, you know, reading. And the podcast that you're going to come out with, because... I feel like at the end of the day, everything works out. I, I like to think so, too, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Even in the bumpy rides and stuff like that, it kind of, sometimes, if you let it, you know, go, it kind of works out mm-hmm. in its own way. I agree. Yeah. I think it's kind of like a whole, um, and I told this to a couple of friends, like, try to, like, count your saints and your blessings, yeah. you know, in a sense, um... And I mean that, and that could be interpreted, you know, how, however someone wants to religiously, spiritually, mm-hmm. mentally. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you have a roof over your head. You yeah. got people that love you. Um, you get to eat. You get to yeah. shower. You get to relax in the comfort of your home. And not a lot of people have that. Yeah, that's true. And it sucks, and it's heartbreaking, and I hate that it's just our world. Mm-hmm. And it's probably going to always be like that. But, <laughs> you know, it's a sense of, like, thankfulness. You yeah. know, like, I, I don't care how... Hallmarky or like how corny it sounds. Tell people that you love them. Yeah. Appreciate what you have, um, and make do with the time you have because yeah. um, we have time, but it it runs short. Yeah. You know, that's that's just like the mortality of it of yeah. it all. Like we're all like we're all, we're all gonna we're all gonna die. I mean, yep. eventually. Yeah. Yeah. And. I, I feel like that scares people, but we mm-hmm. are all going to die. And it's scary. It's, yeah. it's, it's terrifying. Like, even saying that, like, doesn't, yeah. even saying that, like, doesn't feel great, but <laughs> it's the truth, and let's just, let's just try to live good lives and be there for yeah. each other, and at least try to be happy, and work towards our goals and our dreams, and just, let's just have a good time. Yeah. You know? I like that. Thank you so much yeah. for sharing that. Thank I know you. I know it can be difficult, you know, to be vulnerable oh, yeah. and you know and, and, and going back to what we talked about, we're not yeah. always gonna be okay. Like don't force yeah. yourself to be happy. Like uh-huh. it's it's gonna become artificial, you're not gonna enjoy it, you know. Like if if you gotta feel things, feel it, feel it yeah. out. Like let yourself be sad if you have to. And if you feel like you need to be happy, be happy. Mm-hmm. You know? Like take care of self care, you know, take care of yourself yeah. for sure. Exactly. So uh, I have another question of for course. you. Of course. <laughs> Hit me up. <laughs> so since obviously you're a writer, you must mm-hmm. enjoy reading. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are three books that you recommend and why? Oh, hell yeah. Like a I love being asked about yeah. questions. <laughs> um, oh, man. I should have like wrote down a list. Well, um, I'd say the first one is called the Red Rising series. And I own all five of them up to this point. I actually got, I think the fourth one signed by the author. I went to a little, oh, wow. little like meet and greet thing. He's an amazing guy by the name of Pierce Brown. Just really great guy, super friendly. 
he's a nerd like us. Um, <laughs> I recommend it because it it's it's like a it's it's the definition of a sci-fi epic with and the morality is in it. It's amazing. Like like these are these are characters who go from like being like 16, 17, 18 year old kids and you follow their lives growing up to becoming like leaders of armadas, leaders of spaceships, leaders of like great houses that rule planets and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. it's, you get involved in this intergalactic war between all these different families and these factions. And it's like, it's legit. It's Game of Thrones in space. (laughs) And it's so damn good. Pierce Brown, you are an amazing writer. The writing is super good. And it's the kind of, it's the kind of storytelling that sticks with you, characters yeah. that stick with you, writing that goes in so many unexpected different directions, um, and I'm and like it's a kind of where like damn like I'm imagining these space battles and like it's basically think of like Greek mythology uh-huh. meets Game of Thrones meets like Star Wars <laughs> and put it in space. Well, yes. Star Wars is in space, but combine <laughs> combine all that into like yeah. shit battles and like people people fighting with like laser knives and stuff like that it's crazy it sounds super nerdy but it's amazing so first off for number one I recommend the Red Rising series it's uh, Red Rising um, Golden Sun Uh, oh my god Pierce I'm so sorry I forgot the other three oh my god oh Morningstar for the third one Iron Gold for the fourth and Dark Age for the fifth so highly recommend it if you ever want to borrow them let me know Diana I got you Um, yeah it's literally the definition of just space opera it, and like like some of the characters like you'll love you'll hate and sometimes the characters you hate do some amazing human things like these I read this I read this series and I'm just like my god these are human beings like these aren't just people on a page like and even the main character he's gotta do some horrible things in the name of like justice or in the name of mm-hmm. protecting his family or even the name of like protecting the galaxy and they're hard decisions, and they will break you. They will make you cry. But, Damn. like, you got you put yourself in your shoes. Like, what would I do? Yeah. In this situation, you know. So, Red Rising series, absolutely. That sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Let's see, number two. Um. Well, I gotta say it, Dune. Dune, <laughs> Dune is definitely ah so good, and it got just as almost just as good with Dune Messiah. And Children in Dune, the third one, super good. I'm reading God Emperor right now, which is the fourth one. But, no, the first one is just, like, I think the definition of minimalist, non-robotic sci-fi. Like, there's no robots in here. There's not really any aliens. It's just, like, you, in terms of, like, talking about politics, in mm-hmm. terms of talking about society, um, like, do you have all these houses kind of, like, going against each other? Well, mostly... Mostly the Atreides and the Harkonnen houses going against each other. And a, a book that's only, like, really 400 pages but dives so deep yeah. into, like, the politics of this society and how politics and society kind of go hand in hand and how mm-hmm. we affect the climate of a world, how we affect yeah. the growth of a world. Cause, and it also deals with that, too. And it just, like, Dune just really deals with, with everything, really. And, like how human beings affect the world you know mm-hmm. and I think 
that 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 was written in the sixties, and I think it still affect wow. still means a lot and affects to what's going on today. Uh, the movie adaptation, the current one's also really good. I recommend it. I was it. gonna ask you, how do you feel the movie ad- adapted the book? I think it did a very good job. Yeah. I have a couple complaints and like a couple things I wish tell us, they tell did us. differently. Mm, I won't spoil things about the oh, book okay. though. I do recommend you read it, and I also okay. own the the book. I mean, yeah, because I saw the movie and I liked it, and I wanted to know what ha- what happens next. So mm-hmm. I was thinking about reading the book. It caught it very well, though. I yeah. will say. Okay. Um, and yeah, and just like I think, I think it deserves its title of being known as like an amazing sci-fi book because it is mm-hmm. and it's not even an action-packed book it's mostly just people talking and having conversations and I just I love the story it's I will say without spoiling anything like it's not your typical hero story hero crusade like yeah. hero conquers evil like I won't spoil anything but <laughs> Paul Atreides is the main character you'll come like as you read it He's not a hero. He's not your typical hero. And is he a villain? No. But to have to subvert that mm-hmm. trope and to have a character that's so fascinating as him, who I don't you don't really root for, like, and that's not even a bad thing. Like that you're not really rooting for him. Like you kind of mm-hmm. see him grow, and you're like, he's making some questionable decisions here that mm-hmm. will literally affect an entire galaxy, an entire universe, and it's just fascinating stuff. Highly recommend that. Now for the third book. Ooh, what's a... Give me some time on that one. Okay, yeah. What's a good third book? I've I, I read too many books. I really have. Um, I can list you like 20. But <laughs> in terms of a third one... What have I got? Oh, oh, I got it. I got it. Um, one of my favorite writers of all time, uh, Haruki Murakami, he wrote a book called uh, Kafka on the Shore, which is like the most like... One of the most like mindfuck, <laughs> metaphysical, spiritual Japanese mythology slash Japanese spirituality thing I've ever read in my entire life. Well, um, basically, like I, I'll go ahead and like sum sum up the synopsis real quick. It's basically about a kid named Kafka who escapes his father because his father tells him this really strange philosophy that involves the death of his mother, mm-hmm. and he wants to escape all that. But he also has an alternate personality who he calls. The crow, um, and the crow basically tells him to be the strongest fifteen-year-old alive. To mm-hmm. th- this inner voice helps him live, helps him to be strong. Mm-hmm. And he he goes through this like crazy journey and finds out that he's connected to this old man who can communicate with cats. I know all of this sounds strange, <laughs> and it's a strange book. It really is. But <laughs> by the end of it, and like <laughs> this is really corny, but you know I want to be honest with you guys, like. By the end of it, I was trembling and I was crying. Like, it really affected me, and it still affects me to this day. And I don't even know what it's fully about. But, <laughs> like, it's just so it's so good. Sounds and like I, a trip, yeah. It, like, you, you gotta give it a chance. Like, yeah. it's so good. Invest in it. Open your mind to it. And you're gonna, you're gonna discover this kind of beautiful story about, like, redemption. Mm-hmm. And, like, Japanese Shinto belief. And spirituality. And what happens to us in the afterlife like yeah and it deals with reincarnation it deals with our yeah. souls leaving our bodies and just spend time with people that we can't see and it, it's it's yeah. a beautiful story it, it can be vulgar it can be dark it can be bloody it can be graphic but it's also beautiful at the same time and i super recommend it he's an incredible writer and like i said by the end of it i just like my my grandparents i was living with my grandparents at the time they weren't home it was just me in a 
in the in my kitchen reading it. Yeah. It was quiet, and by the time I finished it, I just closed it, and I just put my hands in my palms, and I just started crying, and it like really, it really got to me. So that's my third book. So, Red Rising series, Dune and Kafka on the Shore, highly recommend it. Go read them. Let me know what you think. They're super good. And yeah, <laughs> that's my top three. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing thank you so much for yeah, of course that. Uh, of course sorry that was a lot I, I, talk, I talk a lot <laughs> I, I liked it I liked it because you're really diving to them oh, yeah, and I, I still have more yeah. I still have more like for sure to share one day but that'll be for next time <laughs> <laughs> probably for the anime uh, top three animes oh my god because I'm like oh why not <laughs> like my personal nerdies yeah my personal top three I got like ten but like if I just say three um, let's make it five Five? Yeah. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, I have a list, actually. <laughs> let me <laughs> let me see. Where is it? Where is it? Uh, oh, here we go. Thank, thank you, list. I was able to find you. I would say, for me, if I had to name five right in uh-huh. this current moment, I would say um, Demon Slayer, yeah. for sure. Demon Slayer is just so good and so consistent and so lovable and it's just one of those anime where and I recently finished a manga a few few months ago and my god like what an experience like Demon Slayer is just it's just it's quality you know and <laughs> like beautiful animation lovable characters like and I I know a lot of people don't really like this because they think it's corny and they think it's mm-hmm. repetitive but I think the formula works for the show slash manga like because it kind of it kind of sympathizes and humanizes the villains, because the villains used to be people, yeah, people that went through shit, you know, and you see the main characters fall and get back up again and rise to all these situations that threaten their life. They're constantly threatening their life and getting hurt and getting beat up, and to see them accomplish that, it's always you know really fun. It's always beautifully animated. So definitely Demon Slayer. Um, Third one, I would say Cowboy Bebop. Classic. Classic 90s, for sure. Uh, Cool-ass characters. Cool soundtrack, which I own on vinyl. And I love playing that thing. Um, Iconic characters. I mean, like, set in the year 2077. You know, four bounty hunters on the hunt for a paycheck trying to live. and, And, of course, you have Spike Spiegel. Like, one of the most iconic characters of all time. You know, just... He just oozes cool and like, mm-hmm. you know, he's got the drip on, of course. Uh, and he's basically he's a space cowboy. That's a that's one of the main um, taglines. See you, space cowboy, because he's a bounty hunter and he, he, like the soundtrack is propelled by like jazz and funk, yeah. and it's set in the, this really cool future. The animation still holds up to this day, and it, it's it says so much about like ennui about ennui being like. Like depression and escaping your past, yeah. um, loneliness, uh, the desperate need of human beings to connect, and Cowboy Bebop does all of that and succeeds and says so much. And mm-hmm. so I have a couple of friends who are like, "Why do you like Cowboy Bebop so much?" And I'm like, "That's why." And I explain that. Yeah. And yeah, definitely, definitely Cowboy Bebop. Um, That's very deep. I gotta watch that one. Super worth it. Well, the other three as well. <laughs> oh, highly recommend. I started. I, I started the Demon Slayer and I started Hunter X Hunter, but I haven't mm-hmm. finished them, so I can't give Ooh, an sure. opinion so far. I'm still in episode two from Demon Slayer. Oh, it gets <laughs> so, yeah, it gets cray cray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like for both shows, yet. it gets cray cray yeah, from there. 
and I'm halfway through Baggy right now. Just because okay, I've been Baki. obsessed. Oh yeah, I remember you telling me about that. I've been obsessed about Baggy. Yeah. I I think I need to watch that sometime. <laughs> it's on my it's on my queue. I have so many I'm, I'm watching right now. I'm um, such a woman. Uh, no, I think it's cool. I remember you like. Hot. I remember you telling me like. Oh, Baki? <laughs> Baki, yeah, that's it. That's why I'm watching it, yeah. Uh, I mean, those pecs, though. I guess mm. pecs, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. Like, <laughs> like, damn, all right. Damn. Uh, you got a full-ass trunk right there. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, number four, mm. Number four, I would say, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, which is, like, kind of, kind of newish for a mm-hmm. lot of people. I think it aired... In 2020, but I remember like watching the whole first season and loving it. Like, if you want to watch an anime that has amazing animation, and uh, you know, I hate to be that guy that's like it's just different, but it is. It's just different. Like it's every yeah. I feel like every every single one is different from what you've mentioned so far. Because I've seen actually I've I've seen the first two episodes about Yujutsu Katsun as well. Mm-hmm. So I, I, again, I can't issue an opinion because like I start them, but you know and. And then I started watching something else, and you know, it just goes I never from there. finished them. You got like <laughs> ten unfinished ones. Yeah, the only one that I finished so far, it's I mean, and I have a list too, but it doesn't matter. You'll get there. You'll get there. What's the other one? Yeah, I'll get there. I need to finish them. You but, know. But with Jujutsu, like, do you know what shonen is? Like, shonen anime. The what do you mean? Shonen is like it's like a, a, a type of anime where it deals a lot with like, basically like it's action. It's very action heavy. It deals with a lot of battles. Deals with like a lot of teams. Like, people working together to go, like, good versus evil, stuff like oh. that. Oh. Jujutsu Kaisen takes the shonen tropes and flips them. Oh, okay. And I love that. Like, I'm, I'm also caught up on the manga with that, and it's gone in so many directions. Like, I can't even... It's been a while since I've seen certain anime where I just can't yeah. predict what's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, that one character died. Oh, shit. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Oh, that guy got a power-up. Oh, he's the villain? Oh, my God. You know, it just goes in yeah. so many directions. In fact, I, I own all the manga up to this point, so if you want to borrow it, let me know. <laughs> Guys, I'm just a huge nerd. I'm so sorry. Um, like, literally, like, I didn't mention this at the very beginning when I was introducing myself, but, like, I'd say my big three nerddoms are video games, anime, actually, no, sorry, four, music, and books, mm-hmm. literally. But back to Jutsu Kaisen, um, it, and, like, we're at a point in the manga where I'm just, there's certain characters where I'm like, oh, shit, are they dead, bro? <laughs> What's going on? Like, and like it, it's, it hasn't even been around that long it's already it's already sh- hey doggy sorry cute dog it hasn't even been around that long and it's already shook itself up so much yeah. and then, like uh, it's worth it guys check it out if you haven't uh, number five let me see oh god uh, even, you know I'm gonna have to say like honestly like a lot of my friends know this because they've gotten me gifts related to this one and I nerd out about it a lot and it has its flaws it has its problems <laughs> and its shortcomings but despite that it's so near and dear to my heart My Hero Academia <laughs> I recommend that I, I'm i also caught up on the manga in that one and the manga is ending this year and every time I think about it mm-hmm. I want to cry but it's oh, okay God. I'm not going to cry on this podcast and just I don't know man like I know I know the main character is like a goody two shoes that isn't as interesting as other characters like um Shoto. like Spike Spiegel or even <laughs> Baki or even like um or even like a uh, shoot oh who was that like a uh, Lelouch or something from Code Geass but 
what I love about the main character of this one is that he exemplifies what it means to be a hero. He exemplifies what it means to be a good person and to uphold that ideology to protect innocent people. Yeah. And it, this character goes through so much and the characters around him go through so much. You watch them grow and become proper hero from heroes in training to heroes. Yeah. And like I, I love superheroes. I love comic books. I love Marvel. Oh, let, let me add that to my six fandom. Comic books and comic Marvel books, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um and like this is such it's it's just such an interesting take on the superhero genre and what it would be like to have a superhero society where people literally like have offices where you can like straight up just walk in there and be like I need to recruit a hero yeah. for a job or heroes that work closely with the police heroes that are part of like this like pantheon where they uphold the law and protect innocent people and yeah. like there's rankings there's literally there's literally a, in this society there's literally top 10 heroes of Japan top 10 heroes of United States top 10 yeah. heroes of Europe or something and it's so cool and it's so well done and it's so it's so passionate and it's so beautiful and inspiring and I like I love my hero academia so much it's precious to me um I almost wore my purple my hero academia sweatshirt to this podcast but we I forgot should have. I, I'm wearing my <laughs> Logic t-shirt instead shout out great yeah. rapper by the way um yeah so that's my top five like, yeah, I like, like that. my spitball yeah. top five right there yeah I like that honorable mentions I would say like my current favorite right now it, it doesn't trump the other ones uh-huh. it's just my current favorite at the moment Ranking of Kings super good it's almost done it's at 17 episodes right now uh another shout out I would say um Attack on Titan <laughs> Yeah, I'd say Attack on Titan. Yeah, it's almost I, I, done. I, th- I thought you, you liked it. It's good. Yeah. I think season four is excellent, and I know I know a lot of my friends listening to this are probably like, shut the hell up, because the manga ends really bad, and that's what I've heard, and I'm like, oh my god, mm-hmm. I don't want it to end. I mean, I, I, know, I don't want like the anime to end mm-hmm. badly like it. Um, another honorable mention at the moment. <laughs> okay. This is gonna, okay, guys. All right. So, <laughs> is this anime out? It's a ro- it's a romance comedy. It's called My Dress Up Darling, <laughs> and it's actually really good. Like I'm not even joking. Like you'll get into this romance because the characters are so lovable and charming, and the romance itself is like, oh crap, I can get I can get invested in this. Yeah. All right, real quick. So it's about a guy named Gojo, and he's the only guy doesn't have any friends, but he, he's a but he's a really nice and talented guy that cares a lot about his family. He is... What he does, he makes Hina dolls. He paints Hina dolls and dresses them up. It's his hobby. He likes it. Um, and one day, he's finding some time alone, and he's uh, sewing a, a new like little dress for one of his Hina dolls. And the most popular girl in school comes in, uh, Marin Kitagawa, and she's like, what the heck are you doing? And... Gojo is kind of traumatized immediately by that <laughs> because, well, first off, like, you know, prettiest girl in school. So mm-hmm. he's like, oh, shit. And when he was a kid, he was traumatized by this girl telling him that he's weird and gross because he likes to dress up and paint Hina dolls, which, in my opinion, is not weird or gross. Mm-hmm. You know, you shouldn't, you know, diss or yeah. demonize someone who likes what they like, right? Yeah, exactly. Especially when it's a hobby that's not hurting anyone. And he's freaking out. He's like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, my God. It's something you think. And then this lovely turn of events, she smiles and goes, 
did you make this dress? This is so cool. And then he's like, what? You think this is cool? Mm-hmm. Turns out Marin is a huge, gigantic nerd that wants to cosplay and is into anime. Mm-hmm. And begins this friendship where she re- she shows him this like, cosplay uniform she has. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I would l- like you're really good. Can you make me a cosplay outfit for this one character mm-hmm. from a video game she likes? And it turns into this really cute, really funny, and really charming, feel-good friendship between these yeah. two. And, like, seeing, like, the romance blossom, like, not gonna lie, like, there's moments where you're like, oh, shit, like, I'm, I'm into this. Right. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not even gonna lie, there's a couple episodes where you feel for these characters, actually. Mm. They go through these things, and you're like, damn, I want them to, like, get better and, like, per- persevere and see through this. Yeah. And one thing I will say, too, um, other than, like, I really like Gojo, with Marin, the main female character, like... She's not your typical popular girl. She's really outgoing and is friends with, like, a really popular clique. But all of her friends are nice. Mm-hmm. They're not your typical, like... Bitches. <laughs> that thing, bitches, you know, portrayed, like, yeah. Mean girls. Yeah. Stereotype. Like, in fact, when she introduces them, they're like, hey, it's nice to meet you. Like, mm-hmm. like we should, like, hang out sometimes, get to know each other. I'm like, oh. I thought they were going to be, like, really rude. And Marin herself is that what makes her popular, other than the fact that she's really pretty... She's super nice and down to earth. She's yeah. kind to everyone. Mm-hmm. She she takes getting to know people seriously. Yeah. Um, and she's very passionate about what she likes. And she's she hates bullies. She hates like people that, you know, diss other people for what they like. And mm-hmm. these characters feel like real people. And she's the kind of girl where it's like she she's a no bullshitter. Mm-hmm. And she's a very honest, like genuine person. And it's kind of just like, damn, like, uh, you know, shout out to Jack. He kind of got me on it. He's like, dude, listen, like, if you want to feel good, cute anime, listen, I know you always like watch that, that action shonen yeah. shit, but you should check this. And don't get me wrong, like, some of my favorites of all time are Slice of Life. I, I definitely love a good handful of Slice of Life out there, but yeah. I don't know. I'm just more into, like, the action stuff, but I recommend it. I think I recommend it to you, actually. Yeah. There's only seven episodes right now. My oh, dress okay. up darling, really cute and feel good, so... That's that's my last honorable mention. That one. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like something that I will be into, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's, it's cute. It's, yeah. It feels good. I mean, sure. I, uh, from your top five, the one that I can issue an opinion on, it's uh, My Hero Academia, right? Because like that's the only one that I've been, you know, I I've watched it up to season five, I think, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, season six should be, I think this year. Yeah. Okay. And it's gonna be, like, I won't spoil anything. Just from what I've read in the manga, <laughs> it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be the best season. Ever in the really? Show. So good. Like, oh my god. Everyone's yes. gonna cry, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, so I really, really like that one. Probably not the you know, the main character, Deku. Probably not him. He's definitely a lot more boring than most main characters. No, anyway. listen, I, I feel like I see a lot of myself in him, you know, when, oh, yeah. when like people uh make him feel like he's like a dreamer, you know? And he's dreaming to be, right? <laughs> and yeah, like he's a dreamer, you know. He's dreaming to be, and he's just trying to make things different, you know. And he's living by his own, like you know, ideals, code yeah. of yeah, ideologies, yeah. you know. And and it's like, oh Jesus, am I cringy like that? <laughs> and dick you, <laughs> dick you. <laughs> and when um when he's fighting All Might, mm-hmm. and and he's like, 
even if you keep breaking me, I'm gonna keep fighting. Something yeah. like that, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, you, I, beat, you beat me down, I'm gonna get back up. Yeah, yeah, I I really like that one, you know. So I feel like yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty cool anime. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And you know, it has its flaws and its shortcomings. Like what flaws? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Okay. <laughs> Ooh, man, I can I'll get into that some yeah, other time for sure. Okay, the only flaw they have is that they don't have like Shoto like shown more. I really love him. Is that your best boy right there? That's yeah. <laughs> That's the whole reason I started watching Heart that. Job. Yeah, I was right drifting there. and there was like these My Hero Academia anime uh hoodie, right? Mm-hmm. And he had a uh, Shoto on the sleeve, you know, and he's with his, you know, pretty eyes and you know, half red, half white hair. I was like, Who is that? Like I was like, I don't think I had, I think I had seen one anime prior to that. Because I have a really hard time, like, and it's not with anime, it's not only anime. It's just, like, any shows I have a really hard time, like, sitting through and, like, finish them. I'm really good at starting shows, but (laughs) not so good at finish them. So, I was like, who is that? So, I went into, like, a full, like, Google search, like, half red, half red, half white, um, Anime, anime yeah, and uh, he popped up surprisingly, and it was like, "Oh my god!" And I was Shoto Todoroki. Shoto Todoroki. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, my hero academia," and that's how it started. And, and I was like, "I don't think you see him until like what the fifth or sixth episode? I'm not sure. You don't. It takes a little while. Yeah, it takes a little while. Did and, it really? But I was waiting for him because I like, like I'm gonna stay, you know, through here, and like I really ended up liking it. But yeah, I feel like he's a really. I, I think he's a great character. I. I'm biased. I'm going to be biased about him. Like, I really... Kind of like Baki. It's just... That's love your at boy. First That's mine. <laughs> That's he's my boy. Back off. Yeah. If, <laughs> if he got mommy and daddy issues, I like him. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing that kind of, like... I got attached to him a little bit was... um, In season two, like, when he fights Deku. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite scenes in the whole show. One of my favorite fights. And you... You hear... Like what you see, what he's been doing, and you yeah. hear why he wants to be a hero. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, like I, f- like one episode, one episode. I'm like, I feel for this guy. Mm-hmm. And the I think what made the writing in that so good in that one particular episode, that mm-hmm. one fight, was like, oh shit, do I want him to win and not Deku, even though Deku's a main <laughs> character? And but like they both have, they both have really like, really good dreams mm-hmm. and ideals and reasons to fight reasons to fight and I'm just Heroes, like yeah. and I kind of like the fact that Deku doesn't win I mean I, I think they both deserve to win but yeah me too I the like main it. character doesn't win and he learns from it I, and that's cool mm-hmm. that's, that's cool, cool yeah you know to me you know but and it's stuff like that that makes you love the show yeah slash manga. Exactly, yeah. I, I love stuff like that so I need to watch the manga I mean yeah read the manga totally worth it Time well spent right there, in yes. my opinion. Money well spent. <laughs> it's going to end this year, too, so got to get on it, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. So far, yeah. Oh, definitely. I. It's, it can be hard to watch all this stuff, though. I don't even know how I found time to do it, <laughs> but I do, somehow. I get lucky. <laughs> like, one episode a day, and then it turns into five. I don't know how, but... <laughs> okay. Okay, so... Um, I want to conclude with uh, what advice would you give to your younger self? Oh, that's such a good question. Yeah. I guess my what I would say oh, to my younger self I would tell him that he's going to be alright um, that 
the acid reflex that he's been going through for a while isn't going to kill him and that he needs to stop freaking out all the time and crying all the time even though it's really uncomfortable that eventually you're going to find your tribe I know you don't really have any friends right now and that you get kind of teased and bullied for being meek and for um, being so quiet and maybe coming off as feminine because you know I, I guess we can say a little bit back in the day when we were kids um, maybe like you act a certain way oh he must be gay or feminine um, <clears throat> that and you know you get made fun of for the color of your skin mm -hmm. that get your teeth and you'll be fine you know to look after yourself um, and to stand up for yourself more definitely to love yourself a little bit more mm -hmm. don't be afraid to get out of your comfort zone don't be afraid to be a doer and be proactive and accomplish the things you want don't be afraid to try harder and well not not try harder to do harder mm -hmm. in school if that makes sense um, I would tell him uh, make sure not to give your mom too hard of a time uh, you know he might he, he might have been a little bit of a brat when he was like 12 or 13 <laughs> you know but we all were I was mm -hmm. <laughs> we all were um, you learn to be real and sent to, to be to be for really real mm -hmm. I would tell him you put in a little bit more extra effort when you're with your girlfriend because I think they would appreciate that. Um, I would tell him it's okay to feel and to be sensitive, but you have to try to get stronger too, or else you're just gonna get keep, you're just gonna be knocked down all the time. Um, I'll tell him to probably appreciate his family a little bit more and spend more a little bit more time with them instead of always playing video games or um, hiding away in his room and definitely to go out more and all those times that you were invited to something maybe like on a hike or to the gym or something out and about or hell even maybe a party in high school to my freshman sophomore slash junior self to go and you know like she really she really wanted you there. He really wanted you there just to go. Um, I would tell him, you know, bad things happen to everyone. Mm -hmm. And there are certain things that are out of your control. Mm -hmm. And you've experienced a loss of certain beloved pets. And you're probably really hurting right now, but it's not your fault. It really wasn't, you know, so don't carry that weight with you for the rest of your life. Um, and uh, there's just, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. There's a lot of things I would tell him. Um, and I would tell him, uh, you're young, you have a head start on things. So maybe, maybe start doing the things you want now instead of waiting till you're 26. Not that it's not, it's not too late for future him. Mm -hmm. And it's not too late for anyone that's my age or yeah, older. Exactly. It's just he had the opportunity and maybe he could have taken it. So, mm -hmm. and I would, I would tell him he's, he'll be all right. Yeah. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Yeah. 
Yep, that's everything. Yeah, <laughs> that's a big one. Wow, that's very deep. Thank you so much for sharing. Of course. Like I say, it's not, it's not easy to get, you know, vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Not for me, at least. So that's why I feel like, you know, I really appreciate to, uh, to I really appreciate you for coming to this podcast and sharing. I appreciate you inviting me. Thank you for yeah. taking the time on a beautiful day to. It is a beautiful day. Talk here, to me you and know? catch yeah. up. Exactly. Nice breeze and. It's always good to see a friend too. Yeah, so exactly. It's it's been nice. I haven't really gotten much to go out since like January started. I haven't really mm-hmm. seen many of my close friends lately, but yeah, it's good to see you. And I'm really glad that we could do this honestly. Yeah. So awesome. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank so you much for everyone coming. listening. And yeah, thank you, know. you for everyone that stayed. And if you're if you got to this point, please shout out to follow you. her. <laughs> Follow Diana. Follow Alex. <laughs> Everything's going to be linked. Follow Diana below. on YouTube and Spotify. <laughs> uh, give me a follow. I'd appreciate that. <laughs> and, you know, read my amateur poetry. Maybe one day you'll see me on a shelf. Yep. Well, not me, but my name on a book, on a shelf, or something. We will. You know what I mean, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will. Thank you. Yeah. I always appreciate your support. Yeah. Guys, really appreciate you taking the time to hopefully listen in depth to everything we talked about. Um, I hope a lot of the things we said resonated with you. I hope you could relate to it. I hope you were entertained. I hope we made you laugh. <laughs> yes. Um, I know, like, we can be awkward and cringy sometimes, <laughs> but we're just human beings. We're just trying to entertain, and we're just exactly. two people having an honest conversation. So thank you very much. I hope I can be on this podcast again sometime. Oh, absolutely. And one more time, just wanted to say one more time, give her a follow on YouTube and Spotify. Oh, and thank you. give me a follow too. Uh, we'd, we'd appreciate it. So, uh, a wonderful day. You know, tell the people around you that you love them and just uh, be true to yourself. Yes. Hallmark card out. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you like this episode, please share it and leave a review, whatever you're listening. If you share it on Instagram, don't forget to tag me. And thank you so much for supporting this podcast. I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.